0: FBRN.US Fishbowl Radio Network Jump in
1: to the Mental Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. And hello. Happy Friday, Mental Speak family. It is your host, Latanya Davison, welcoming you to the show today coming at you from the very, very hot Dallas-Fort Worth region. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show. I got my comedy hat on today, and uh, it's going to be live. Got Marvin Michael sitting in the house with me. And uh, let me, let me. Uh, what's going on? Sorry. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I
2: got caught up in the, Hold on. find it on Facebook. <laughs>
1: can't even get get myself together. Like this is a this is this is all coming at me fast. I did have one cup of coffee too many today, so bear with me in the high energy. I asked Marvin Michaels to come in today. We're gonna talk comedy. Let's do it. All day. Uh if you're new to the Mental Speak Show, this show is about helping us to find mental and emotional balance. Uh, having the conversations each week about our social issues, our emotional issues, our mental issues, and uh, how we can work those out. How we can get the tools and the resources to make change in our lives. And if you don't know, comedy to me is a balancing force. And so I am committed to having uh, people uh, who bring comedy to you. Uh, I believe comedy is social work. And so it's incorporated into this show and most definitely have com comedians come sit in the house and I call it the comedy roundtable, the comedian roundtable. And Marvin is so gracious to be here with me today.
2: Thanks for having me. Man, I appreciate the, uh, the invite.
1: Yeah. No, dude, this, I, Good. we, we, you know, we got a lot of comedians in Dallas, Fort Worth. We do. And you right now, have brought some together for the Stand Up Roundup Festival. Stand Up
2: Roundup Fest 2018. We call it the Suru Fest, which Suru. was a national national uh, invite comedy competition. A winner take all for five thousand dollars. And actually, it drew out some pretty hot talent from uh, around the country. Uh, T Dot Kingsley out of Milwaukee, a one of Pete. our finalists. Uh, Lamar Jones, uh, originally from New Orleans, now living in Dallas, one of our finalists. Celebrity, a local uh, hero and native to the area. Nope. Um the, the what do you call himself? The Prince the Dallas Prince of Comedy. Prince of Comedy. Something to yeah. that effect. Um there's a couple other who's else? Joel Runnels, um A.K.A. Junebug originally on K one hundred four from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, uh, was is a finalist, and not to forget, what is his name? His name is oh, Shoddy, shoot. Shoddy McCoy. Shoddy feel good.
1: Shoddy feel good. Right? Shoddy feel good. You McCoy. McCoy, McCoy. So, yeah, yeah, very yep.
2: powerful comics, all of them. So um,
1: yeah, I need one of them to loan excited. me a dollar, a couple bucks Ooh. when they win that money. What yeah, I'm saying, I need. You a know what I'm saying? Some, Let's pay
2: some club just, calls. Some of my people I work with. You know so, what I'm saying?
1: Uh, <laughs> pay a phone bill.
2: Something. Something. But yeah, no, we're excited about the Super finals coming up Sunday, July fifteenth at doors open at six show at seven at hyenas so
1: come one come all
2: kind of gets down to the uh essence of comedy right just getting on stage and letting it out yeah kind of telling your story from your viewpoint your perspective and your voice yeah so that's Um, what it is
1: yeah i'm excited to pick your brain today um i love when veteran comics come in and you're able to just give a history of you know how you've experienced comedy from all the places that you've been and how you've seen the, the comedy circuit grow here in DFW um, give the folks a bit of your background um,
2: quick comedy background I was a college graduate in 99 started corporate America I still had a lot of creative energy and juices been cooped up on the college campus for so long and then uh, one of my friends Joe Fox who's now out in LA doing his thing I was going to a audition. It was a, a Jamie Foxx showcase at the uh it was over in a the Lakewood Theater. All uh nice. and he said, Come over and then uh, we'll go over to this Lakewood, we'll do this thing for Jamie Foxx. So we get there, there was no Jamie Foxx, first of all. And I was uh, kind of just standing there and he said, Um and the, and the dude in charge kind of tapped me, he said are you? you're next on stage? I was like, Ah, oh, I am actually a spectator, but you know what I feel like I can tell some jokes. And I got up, I did a a deal about church, a Rubik's Cube and driving on six thirty five, I think were my three Jokes, all horrible, I mean garbage, just terrible, <laughs> they fell flat on stage. It was my first time, but uh Nanette Lee from k one o four back in the day she uh she came up to me because she was the host. She said, yeah, good stage present, you should just keep writing, and yeah. I think you do all right and from that point on, I just kind of took off so I was able to feature at uh, on her on her fat Tuesdays, which was one of the most high energy shows in the country. If you ever did an original Fat Tuesday from back in the day, there was nothing else that could beat it as far as energy and uh, crowd participation level of comedy. Um, From there, I did that. I featured at Improvs, Headline Hyenas. I did NBC Universal uh, National Comedy's Talent Search. I won that uh, universal uh, development deal that moved me out to Burbank. Uh, This is all, like, within five, seven-year time frame of starting. First time on the mic. Um, Writing for BET's Comic View, two stints, uh, two television appearances on Comic View, and just some other little media stuff uh... just little just, yeah, just little, little things because I, mean, I mean it humbles you right because <laughs> <it>, <laughs> steve harvey once said he'd done he was doing at the time three tv shows this is a while back so way before all this current stuff you see like maybe even before kings of comedy or in that same time frame he said i was on two or three different shows seven days you know a couple times a week and people in america still didn't know who he was and that's from continuous exposure right he had this you know, chitlin circuit if you will and. People locally from his hometown, I believe it was Cleveland and where he had Vuku raised mm-hmm. here in Dallas. People knew and loved him. As far as national, international exposure, he was on TV an immense amount, like a lot throughout, throughout, throughout the week when people actually paid it. Before Netflix and, and before all those, you know, mm-hmm. big cable packages mm-hmm. and you could mm-hmm. download and see what you want. It was way before all of that when all we had was television. And even with that being all we had to a certain degree without radio, um, I'm talking about visual media people still didn't know who he was. So he said, don't get all full of yourself because you got one or two TV credits that's gonna come on that one time. Yeah. Not even on a syndicated show. So what what percentage of people are gonna watch you, right? Yeah, and even speaks. now, so Yeah, even now so, with Hulu and Netflix and uh, all that and YouTube and people without even cable packages. So it doesn't, don't get so much of yourself just because you got this one television spot. That's why I try, I'm humble about it. I'm like, I did it, but that doesn't mean a whole lot, right? Yeah. On the writing credit, I, I wasn't even on television, right? I was just a, a name that was in the scroll, yeah. <laughs> like writer yeah. Marvin Michaels, and it kept moving.
1: Yeah, but there's something about the writers, something I learned, uh, went to Hope Flood's comedy convention yeah. Uh, yeah. in April, and they really stressed how the writers are not really given their dues, because the talent is going to present the script, right? Correct. But the writer is the meat. That's yeah, the bread the and creative, butter of the greatest The creative yeah.
2: talent and the writers behind the scene. They are. They, they, they do. They grind it out. They, they, what make it look good, right? Uh, take a Saturday Night Live where you have these lead writers that move around, but you look at, um, Kenan Thompson, who's one of the, you know, they give him his props, has been one of the best character actors or, you know, sketch actors of, uh, of, of, the life of Saturday Night Live to a certain degree. Because exactly. he kind of carries a scene, right? But he's also one of the writers. So, I mean, you gotta let, let that, let that sink in. I mean, the writing and, and the act out, but it also it 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 proves the longevity.
1: Exactly. And
2: all the creativity comes from the writers. And you'd be surprised mm-hmm. how many major comics have writers. You'd be really surprised.
1: It but is it is surprising. I think a lot of us don't realize don't, yeah, they that not
2: Yeah, but it's it makes sense. Like when you're hungry and you you know, you have to write and get that good stuff out. and So it's just you and your friends and, you, and your your buddies. Yeah. But once you get to that level and you've been pulled six or seven different directions, you're not as hungry, you don't have as many creative stories. Let's say you make it to a, I'm throwing out names, a Kevin Hart level financially. So you can't relate to to the people you used to relate to who are hungry just like you, right? How many millionaires are there out there that you were relating to back then, right? So you have to find writers that are still hungry that keep wow. you grounded
1: that right? are still in yeah. that level of yeah. Yeah. existence yeah. in that, 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 that realm. Not that yeah, yeah,
2: kids and divorce aren't a layman's sort of speak.
1: It just needs to be relatable. Well, yeah. when, well, when you got you know a couple few million dollars, know, yeah, it's a different experience. Person, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. still oh, struggling. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that, man, and this is something I think today what this can be, you and I discussed a little bit, is to kinda yeah, let's tap into your knowledge, your background, yeah. and give it to the people. Uh wanna throw out to the comedians. Uh feel free to call. You could pick Marvin's brain today. 214 717 4678. 214 717 4678. And we're gonna take your call here in the studio, but we gonna we're gonna keep chatting. So you were you were you a funny kid like
2: not necessarily i was shy i didn't like public speaking i liked to be by myself because i was the only child up for like seven to eight years so you know that i mean you move those in blocks so when do you become sociable right so five six seven eight years old first second third grade by that time i was in high school yeah by the time my brother so was my brother yeah. my younger brother malcolm he um once he became you know, I could enjoy him or be but I was off to college by then, right, because I graduated high school off the college in between sixteen and seventeen years old, so I really didn't experience him as a brother per se, right he was just the younger person that stayed at the house when I went home type of deal, yeah, so um eating up the food, yeah, yeah, which was fine because I wasn't there to have to consume with him, but yeah, so they i had was, no i wasn't it wasn't until really I got to college and kind of broke out from like you know parents' guardianship and all that and so and plus when I graduated high school, I probably was. I'm six two, maybe six two, a little extra now. But when when I graduated high school, I was shorter than six foot, barely over a hundred pounds, and that all that broke loose like sophomore year, maybe. Dang. So yeah, so yeah, growth spurts and all that. So
1: what is it about? I'm finding even for myself and a lot of other comedians, in in your experience, have you found a lot of us are introverted?
2: Uh, to a certain degree, and some, some to me, uh, who who would um, I work with RNSJ? He would say that he was. Uh, people would look at him; he's high energy on stage and clown and silly, and get off stage completely serious. Yeah. He was into real estate development. He was into his. Um, he had a son who was like a baseball prodigy. I mean, he was really like a focused parent. He was got, but nothing like that on stage. He like he might have mentioned you know this or that on stage yeah. and passing to set up a joke but off stage he was quite serious and focused i mean same thing um like a d i just people that everybody that, that would know d o he was similar um then there's some other comics who they are on stage is who they are off which would right. th- be exhausting it is Cause you don't know if you're talking to them <laughs> right or if they're running a bit by you like are you setting up are you, are you, you trying to, to test Yeah, me? are you what writing you mean, so? or are we just hanging out right no, now man.
1: so I like to I like to play with people. I go, that's not funny. Yeah, not really, you know, no. just, throw them, just throw them completely. <laughs> off. that one out, Get people. back to the drawing board now. <laughs> <laughs> that is but, not gonna work. Yeah, and it's it's something you know. Again, comedy, I know for myself has also been a process of learning me. Correct. It's been, I didn't know how much anxiety I had. I didn't know how much self doubt I had. Oh, yeah. until comedy, I started. Comedy contests you. What?
2: Once you, once you, you start, you, you, say, oh, yeah, you, I got this joke or I got this idea. I got this set list, even a seasoned comic, so to speak. Yeah. You get in that crowd, full, that room full of strangers. You're like, ooh, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this anymore. <laughs> like, you, you survey as, a, my, my method, everyone's method is different is to, uh, before I went on stage, I look at the crowd is to see what it was women, men, old, young, black, white, Latino, whatever it was. And what could I dress? Like, what stood out? Did somebody have on a weird outfit? somebody's <laughs> yeah, hair right. like how could i engage this whole crowd because if somebody stands out in a crowd oh, or to you yes. they'll stand out in the crowd right yes. so it's, it's this is blue mohawk with a green dress on everybody saw that we're
1: calling this out yeah
2: we can call they we got to yeah. talk about the pink elephant in the room yeah which happened to have a, a mohawk and a dress on so um, which,
1: which which is it, it creates that material correct. on the spot <laughs> correct correct <laughs> yeah um in and and we're gonna. I mean, I think we we should tackle it all. But um, given that you're originally from, you said you're from Dallas. That, yeah, Texas. Okay, well, you left.
2: Left in several times. So, I kept going off to college, but it wasn't far. I went to up in Oklahoma went to OU, but that was six years probably. Mm-hmm. Only coming home to visit the mom and dad and that. Um, came back, started a professor. I started a, a corporate career, if you would, and a comedy career in Dallas. Left again in 2003 to about 2006 and that was my Burbank move then left again about 7 years ago to California to uh, Chicago and just came back in October of last year.
1: Shytown Shytown's the the is another
2: yeah hub. comedy hub. That's, that's, the comedy uh, hub. that's yeah. a The big comedy hub. I yeah. mean you got a lot of prominent nowadays um Hannibal Burris is Chicago of course just Bernie Mac sh- was just coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 all those I mean Chicago's a huge hub.
1: Yeah. Because you know what I I I'm starting to tap in. It's like the more hardcore the city, the more gangster, yeah, the yeah. more funny you gotta be, man. You gotta to a certain just, degree. To a certain ask. degree.
2: That's what I mean. Like like Richard Pryor said, he got he, when he was in prison, he had to tell him jokes to keep him off his booties. I mean, so like yeah, yeah. yeah. So the not that Chicago's like a giant prison, but yeah, it is a little bit more, uh, a little bit more so than uh, the DFW area.
1: Man, I'm like, I'm I'm just really excited to have you here. I'm,
2: I'm kind of excited to kind of dig into you it. Know, let's get let, into it because it, it, in. it is it is it is all comedy is something. Like I'm a student of comedy, so I've been I've been a fan of it for since my dad would wake me up and get into the uh three stooges episode. I'm talking back in the late seventies, early eighties when it was three stooges on T V and even the 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 cycle and the and the, the format of a sitcom, like different strokes and Webster and Punky Brewster, Man, like the layout and stopped. the writing and the punchlines that's what kind of got me into comedy and writing in itself. I was like, that's. I didn't understand it back then. I was like, yes. wow, that flow of conversation. That you know, pop, pum pom Like, to me, I thought they were just smart, cool people. and How they're interacting like this, and not till later when I was like, oh, this writing. is behind the scenes. It's recorded. It's a developed show. But yeah, I was very interested, and that's how I kind of got into comedy in itself, being a fan. Uh, yes. Old Richard Pryor, old Bill uh, Bill Cosby, Moms Mabley, yes, uh, Dean. Uh, not Dean Martin, uh, what's his name? Steve Martin. The jerk, like the jerk. I was like, how is this, how, this is hilarious.
1: This is what I, I've been doing the same thing. I have been going back on, uh, I have voodoo and voodoo, uh, will have free movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm going back and I'm watching these old movies yep. with John Candy and, and, and I'm like, these dudes were hilarious. Were hilarious,
2: like planes, trains, and uh, planes, trains, and automobiles, automobiles. And stuff like that. Like Gene, what's Gene? Is Gene like the combination of Gene Wilder and and Richard Pryor? I'm comedy like, gold. Yeah, these, comedy these, gold. These, these, these Anytime awesome. you
1: get a Jewish dude and a black dude together, <laughs> it just seemed to make sense. And those two were comedy brothers. And you yes, talk about the were. ultimate buddy they, movie. They,
2: it, it worked. It, all, it, <laughs> it worked. Even like it. I mean, they weren't in this, but Blazing Saddles with. Um,
1: oh, um, with, I know you're talking. Uh, Dog on it. Um, I just, just.
2: Not Merle.
1: We going to get this. Yeah.
2: That's what. Google is that's your That's what friend. the internet is for. Yeah, that's Google why I've been at Google for. Forgetful people.
1: Fail. But yeah,
2: all of that, all of that was my, my, in, my introduction into comedy, right? So it wasn't even yes. like stage. I didn't get into stage until later. Yeah. But once I got into it, it was, it was, it was perfect. I was like, this yeah. is the perfect marriage between personality and like environment. Exactly. Sort of
1: speak. What do they call I think we're, what it is it 75 or something like that? The gen, aren't we Gen X? We're the Gen X, or Gen Y, right. or something like Gen, that. Are we Gen X? But Probably that was but a again. that was a unique time frame to come up in the seventies and the eighties because, like you said, we had access to those old black and white shows, those old movies. Correct. And then we were able to access, you know, when Delirious came
2: out. Oh my God! Yeah. I mean, here yeah. we are,
1: like eight, nine years yeah. old, watching Eddie Murphy. Watching
2: it, like my, Bridget Pryor. Like, Pryor. It, and to me, it, <laughs> so that speaks to something else that might yeah. be another topic, another time. Like the care and delicacy we're taking with kids nowadays back then my dad was like i'd watch it when he'd watch it cussing the whole nine when your family put on uh that
1: n words crazy yeah (laughs) richard Pryor, your family and they're just cracking up laughing and you
2: getting there exposed to it and that i I assume i turned out all right i'm just saying we were over to a certain degree but i understand it's a lot more the internet than that man
1: yeah yeah but that's like another topic another day but it has crafted uh, I, I agree with you. It's crafted our view of the world. I think is a little bit more expanded in a way that, um, and, and not to say better or worse, but I just I love what it's bringing because the people that I see that are are coming up, the the folks that are um, starting to find their voice, correct. You hear a lot of the past in what they're saying. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. it's hard, it's, and it's hilarious. It's
2: only so much new. Yeah. Only so much new. I mean, you can, it's a different version, right? So you can only remake the car. So now they're going electric cars. Yes. But it's still a, car. Still I mean, a like, car. I mean, like, you can add a new technology or a new viewpoint or Tesla. Tesla didn't reinvent cars. He just made it a battery. I mean, it's just still a car. Four wheels going down the road, drive, turn left. Turn. Same thing, but you can add new, but how much new can you add, right? Right. Even, Man. If, even if you're flying now, it's not a, you've got a plane. I mean, we've already invented it, right? It's already.
1: Already been done. We are yeah. recreating a wheel.
2: So I'm just saying, it's so, Nothing against new comics. I enjoy them. Going sure. the o- open mics and watch them find their voice. And I cringe sometimes because you can see them working through it. Yeah, that's when they're working through it, not just up there just wanting the attention. Some of them just up there because they want the attention. And I'll say something dumb or kind of black or off putting, and maybe people will react to it not with a laugh but with an awe. Yeah. But that's still my attention that I get. So right. I'm just going to occupy this stage time that somebody else that trying to do real comedy could be. Yeah. And that's. That's one of my reservations, also, but we
1: we gonna, we're we gonna—we won't get in that. Well, we're gonna—we're gonna, we're gonna touch—we're gonna touch on it, fam. Today, I told you, today is gonna be a great topic. I hope that uh, for our comedian friends uh, that are tuning in, whether you're here locally or you're around the world, we got listeners from around the world. Thank you so much for listening to Mental Speak today. back to the mental speak radio show on the fishbowl radio network i'm your host latonya davison and i'm sitting in with comedian marvin michaels uh here in the dallas fort worth area he's a former stand-up comic he is now comedy producer uh writer all that good stuff and i uh about once a month every couple months or so i do a comedian roundtable. that's my alter ego uh, LT comedian. For those of you who don't know, I'm also a social worker. But today we took a little bit of a break from the mental health, um or the mental illness issues, and uh I like to talk about the remedies to mental illness. And I consider comedy to be one of those.
2: Comedy is a strong one, man. Huge outlet. It's
1: a healer. Like it's a huge comedians outlet. are healers, right?
2: Yeah. Or well, even for themselves. I mean, some people this is this, this is is therapy, their man. Yeah, this they therapy. get on that stage and they let it out. Yeah. Once so, they find their voice and that avenue to release, this is. <sighs> This is a healer.
1: It's freedom. It's, it's it's liberation, literally. And so I also have on the line from L.A.
2: By way of. By way of Norman. No, I'm with Right. He's from BFE. BFE. From Lindsay Street. <laughs> from Lindsay and 12th. Joe Fox.
1: <laughs> what's up, Joe?
3: Hey, what's up?
1: Thank you for calling. Mom and
3: Michael's in the house. What's How doing? you doing,
1: LC? Man, listen, I, I was telling you on the break, you know, I was just out there for Hope Flood's, uh, comedy convention, the comic, comics rock convention. And I, 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 think right. I scoped, I scoped y'all scene a little bit. You know, it's, it's cool. What you, okay. what you, what's going on in LA?
3: Coming the oh, debauchery Uh-oh. pretty much. <laughs> Foolishness and, <laughs> <laughs> a foolishness and, and reckless behavior. That's what's oh, going on man. in LA. What's what's the shenanigans nah, about? Yeah, a whole bunch of shenanigans going on in LA, man. But you know what? There's a lot of people out here on the grind trying to make that trying to make that next level step, you know, taking small steps, big steps. Uh and I'm out here amongst them. And uh and uh what, what do you want to know? I keep it real with you. Been out here almost twelve years, grinding hard, I got a show tonight. Uh the comedy union. Uh one of the I think that's there's two black owned comedy clubs. Yeah, uh, the comedy union
1: and the J Spot and
3: the J Spot. Yes. Yes. I think that's where I think that's where Hope Flood did her Yes uh convention. I did Um, mine at the Comedy uh, Union.
1: I won my uh I won my night. It was great. I love it there with uh kim whitley oh, okay. posted our night yeah, oh, so yeah it was it was It was. kim good, whitley yeah yeah it was cool that's a good and you you yep. know the dude you remember that song uh for the homies this is for my homemade drs the,
2: gang, saline. Oh, gang saline DRS. The, dude, oh, okay.
1: the lead singer works at the comedy union at the door dude holla at that fool
2: don't that don't speak well for him don't well, don't say that again wait a minute
1: they were a one in wonder speaks? what can i say
2: Who works the door at
1: the comedy union? Who? The dude from the dude from DRS that sing the song "Gangsta Gangsta
2: Lean." You remember "Gangsta Lean"? What what year was that for you, for Joe? I tip
1: my forty. I can't sing. To, I know. think
2: maybe
3: I heard that song once in my lifetime, bro. That's no, the anthem. Good, that's the
1: anthem. You don't even, Joe Fox. I'm start questioning <laughs> your uh, accountability here. Like, I don't know your credibility stands if you don't know that. Hilarious.
3: Listen. No, I mean, if I if probably saw that, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know his face. Like, I, I was like, okay, you need to start singing that song consistently, and maybe people are it.
1: <laughs> Let me ask you this: Does a comedian uh-huh. need to move to L.A. to get notoriety or to get? um, to get known. What, what do you think? No, no,
2: no, they don't. They do no. Not. Perfect example. Tom bell. Tom bell did not he leave Dallas it. until he already he, got, right. The, got the call. Right. There's a, there's a couple of ways of approaching
3: the the game, but when you say notoriety, I'm thinking you're talking about, um, Come some up. level of celebrity status. Um, not which, much. I mean, not L.A. is that. not necessarily the place yeah. to be for...
2: uh Not even in a celebrity comics. status, Joe. Kind of like Tom Bell or Cristela or Steve Trevino or all those, right? Okay. They got it, but they right. weren't celebrity status. They got the tap. Let's go. Let's do it. And L.A. is that, that yeah. conduit. That's what you got to go through. Okay. But they were in yeah. Dallas. For TV, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 For yeah. notoriety as
3: a comedian... You can, you can, that, that is a bona fide way of, uh, getting on. Like, but all those guys are examples of people who got seen outside of Dallas first and they got the call. Uh, Out, hey, hey, outside I'm gonna of LA first.
2: Outside of LA, yeah, you said that. Outside of way. LA, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's, 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 I mean, that, we have strong comics in Dallas. We have, to me, oh, strong national like to me, I mean let's say Rudy Rush is that are based here. So Rudy Rush was established before getting here, right? With um right. Showtime at the Apollo, he's just based here now. I guess it's it's a griff now. It's a Nanette Lee uh is a national comic, yeah, if yeah. you will. Um but there's also like a Paul varghese strong comic out of Dallas. Paul. Aaron Aaron Aaron, right. Aaron Aaron Poor. Aaron
4: Poor.
1: Strong yes. comic out yes. of
2: Dallas to me and they have some come up yep. comics that are yes. in the like writing wise is yes. people that I like to watch. Yes. Like West Coast oh, right, right. people, people,
1: genius. His writing, genius.
2: I mean, it's something yeah. to be said for what you like to see visually in a comic.
1: He reminds but, right. me of one of them dudes that like go to the Civil War reenactment.
2: That's hilarious, and he's just have a good <laughs> But <the laughs> but he's it. It's genius. <laughs> he go with popcorn, Joe. Like that's what I'm talking about. No, it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't meet us on Saturday with your muskets, okay? But yeah, no, yeah. His yeah, writing. Stuff, I mean, stuff like rich, that. People. Yeah.
2: There are some solid good. Comics I enjoy with the voice and and to your point, no, you don't have to go to L.A. or a New York. But if you do, be somewhat funny, right? Because then you're going to say I'm from Dallas and I want and then you're not funny and then they put that that label that gets stuck on Dallas, not you as an individual yeah. horrible comic. Yeah, that right.
3: that that can happen. I mean, that can happen. It, it, well, it depends on how horrible you are.
2: <laughs> I'm saying I, I miss, I'm talking Miss charlotte Miss Charlotte horrible. Right now. <laughs> Oh
1: God <laughs> is it is is funny funny is I'm funny funny, funny?
2: Cuss out everybody is what now? funny
1: is just funny or is funny subjective
2: funny is subjective, but if you have a solid voice like you like I tell comics, they're worried about some of the younger are worried about people aren't laughing, I don't think they're listening. They right. are listening. If they're quiet, right. they don't mean they're bored with them. I mean, they're listening. They may be enjoying you. Yes. They want to wait. Yes. Watch a Chris right. Rock set or a Dave Chappelle. The crowds are perfectly silent because yes. they're listening. They're engaged. They yes. want to hear what's next. Don't rush through a joke. Don't step on laugh, but do have some content.
1: Yeah. Hope Flood says be right, comfortable right. with the silence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Comfortable comfortable with,
2: yeah. You definitely got to be comfortable
3: with that because, and, and, you know, if, you, if you're if you not, I mean, that can kill you because that'll ruin your self-esteem because you think just because Real you hear quick. silence. Yes. It, you think that you're not doing uh, doing a good job. That's not always yeah. necessarily yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. and, that's, and that's also that's a reflection of how comfortable you are with yourself, correct as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, comic, you're right. But, uh, Silence
1: says because I I think to myself when I'm watching a comic mm. who's really good. I'm in my head like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious." Yeah. But I may not be actively, you know, laughing it out. And a lot of times I'll remind myself to give a laugh to let the comic know like, "I feel you. I feel where you're coming from." But many times, yeah, I'm just like, "Man, this is really yeah. good." You're
3: engaged. You want to yeah. you're not sure what I mean, Yeah. As, as an audience member, that's that's uh, you know, a comedy educated um uh, audience me- member that, that's always good to do. Um, but in 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 retrospect, uh,
2: I mean you need to have a comic that's if they're getting them lashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at look at I mean, I'm looking at masters of yeah. comedy, but I'm telling people to look at this like a whoopee Goldberg or she was just talking and telling her Story, stories tell. and yes. meandering around stage, yes. not 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 the content, no just just lines. physically meandering around stage yes. to, Yeah. Funny. If you look at um,
1: you know who else is hilarious, uh, and and I did not know of his genius, and it's along the lines of Whoopi Goldberg is John Leguizamo.
2: John's funny. John's hella funny. Dude, yeah, yeah. John's Johnny very Leguizamo. funny. Manny very Tranny, funny. Like uh, uh,
1: the characters.
2: You know, people yeah. know. Yeah,
3: people know how to tell stories and and, and embody their their characters and uh, you know let you into their world. Those are those are you know bona fide uh, you know comedians. It may not always be in the the straight form of stand up comedy. You know,
2: you know, set up punchline joke that right. is invalid for him. You know, a lot of people don't, a lot of people sleep on guys like that. I made, I made a comment earlier and I'm in asking questions, not to steal, the question asking. No, please. But, um, Joe, in your opinion, yeah. I'm not just tangent on some people we've said, um, have you seen a showcase of shows that would match the anticipation and energy level of Fat Tuesday? I know you're out in LA, so you have a different look and view, maybe. Spikes on Monday or whatever it is, but remember at the height of what it was when it almost, uh-huh. you know, it was almost a, you, you, you had this itch from comics to want to get on stage and they, you know, truly depressed when they didn't make it, right? We're all trying to figure out whose name is on that paper <laughs> in the back of the wall. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah, who was on that, list? Who was on that yeah. list. Yeah. Um, I mean, energy wise, not necessarily content of the, the quality of the comics, just energy wise, she just had that for a summer. She had that, right? She, Right. Right. I would say if Fat
3: Tuesday was in LA then it would definitely be able to be one of those hot nights because wow. uh of the, the 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 character of the show and what Nanette did and still does the times. I mean, you know, I you know, I don't even know how often she does it. Is it once a month now? I don't know where she does it, but let's just say
2: once a month at Sandaga over off exposition. Mm-hmm.
3: Throw a little plug in there. Okay.
1: Look.
3: okay so so let's just say let's just say for instance it's at the the improv because that's where it started out at the improv right. uh, that is an improv oh, uh that level that caliber of show the energy uh what was being done uh that can definitely today i, I would i believe that it could stand in line with you know one of the hot shows no, uh um, it was it was here beat, in hollywood definitely because i mean beat. think of what she does to the show it's yeah, you know, we, were, you know, you know, it's not just a uh, a comedy show; it's an event. I mean, it is a comedy show, but what she brings to it, she brings her uh, her audience, her level of funny she gives to the crowd. Um, you know, the DJ was you know widely known, and heavily involved in the show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I tell you that, I'll tell you this, that's not something that they actually do down here. And you know, they the the host is the host. You know, you, you know, the Christmas show, and everybody gets gifts. People get swag bags and stuff. I mean, right. you don't see that out here. I mean, well, I was not gonna, for a show, a particular show, you don't see that.
1: Now we no. are ripe, you guys. I believe we're right. ripe for another deaf comedy era. Do you agree? I feel like we need something that is like comprehensive that brings the, the four corners together. I feel like we don't have that. What do you, mm. what do you think about that? Like, like in a, another, Deaf comedy or Apollo kind of era for comedy.
3: Um, that's an no? interesting question. I'm I'm gonna say no because we don't need a repeat of what's already been done because that's something for stand up. We, we we've been trying that. Okay, they they've been trying that. Okay, we we need to give homage to the legends, but we need to evolve as uh, comedians in a genre that is that is ever changing. I, I would I would say I mean I was involved with. Uh, you know, seeing that, you know, up close and personal, uh, in Hollywood. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, selected to, to do the, you know, the last Russell Simmons, um, uh, you know, it was uh, all death comedy, but it, it is kind of an offshoot from that genre, and it, we're trying to evolve away from what started it all. I mean, you can't just keep on going back and being all no- nostalgic and stuff. You kind of have to e- evolve the genre somehow, and I think that's what, we're going through right now as uh as comedians what's going to be the next big thing the next big platform i mean you got kevin hart doing a platform of uh of, of comedy you got these youtubers uh trying to do comedy some of them are actually pretty good some of them
1: what do you guys uh, think about you know, that they, they need, is that they need, the, they need what's that what do you think about the the youtube comedians now are, it, are do, is the grind to be respected
3: I'll give you an example. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Um, the YouTube sensations—they uh, got the millions of followers or whatever—and they're in the club. This is a specific example. YouTube, ha- uh, you know, internet star. I won't say just YouTube, but internet fo- got internet social media stars. Okay, they're in the clubs, not on online. Right. There's only a few of them that can actually translate what they're doing online to the stage only because they're doing the work. Only because they're doing the work. Okay. Only because they're actually in the clubs with us, you know, real stand-ups doing the work. They just happen to have their followers and they're doing the the work in the clubs as well. And it translates well. Yeah, you got sold-out shows and your show is tight. The ones that don't, those are the ones that, you know, hey, hey, grab the cash and run. Get as much as you can. I ain't mad at you, but you mm-hmm. need to tighten yeah. up your act. Cause you, you, you got bad press amongst comics, but who really cares about that? Your grind is your grind. Uh, I think that that, uh, that's, that's where the game is changing. So, I mean, it's a legitimate, uh, opportunity for people to actually uh you know make some money and get some notoriety out there but okay. do the work that's all my that's yeah. all i have to say about that do the work
1: yeah so what's it what's where's your career where what's what's your goal like do you have a goal or are you just kind of letting it come as it comes
2: uh, I have no goals, aspirations, or ambitions. <laughs> <don't even> <laughs> I'm going up every night hoping not to get shot. <laughs> right. Hoping Dang. to wake up the
3: next morning. Uh, my, my my ambition is to make sure my Amazon Prime order gets here on Man, time. Man,
2: you know what I'm no, talking time. about? Because okay. I do one every day.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's good to have goals.
3: After I max out
2: my American Express, i no, open up I, the
3: Prime card. You know I, what? I, I want to be a consistently working comic or a consistently working actor. That's what I've been working towards uh, uh you know for years i uh, you know i you know i've been flying under the radar so to speak but um i've had a uh you know a, a certain amount of success just being able to uh you know maintain a, maintain a good name uh in these streets you know uh, i i feature for a lot of popular comedians yeah. um on the road and you got to be able to put in that work you got to be uh likable in this game um and i take my steps up whenever i can i mean i got to you know, you know, uh, you know, hour, two hours worth of solid material, just, just waiting to, to give to the world. And that's what I keep on doing. I'm on the road, uh, can do, uh, consistent shows out here in, in LA auditioning. I mean, it, it's part of the grind. A lot yeah. of people, they want to, you know, they want to, uh, you know, fake and shake, but you know, you know, I, I, I do not <laughs> have any, you know, notion of, uh, You know, quitting or anything like that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm out here, been out here and when it happens, it happens. You know, cool. At at the end of the day, I got, uh, you know, good relationships with good people, writers, producers, directors, people that are evolving and I'm right there with them. So everybody's got something going on. And I'm hearing that. It's a
1: package. It's like you have to take comedy and I heard you saying this, Marvin, like it's like you have to take whether it's writing, whether it's doing, you know, yeah. a little bit of acting, doing the stand-up, and you package it together. Correct. And and you... Fine. And you make it a career.
2: You make it a career. You find okay. out. I mean, you, you see where it leads you. Uh perfect example like uh Q Coleman, uh comedian Q locally. Just
1: matter Yeah, yeah.
2: He, he let go of his day job and he committed 100% to his, I say grind, but it was just a commitment to comedy. But yeah. it's opened so many doors for him, right? He's currently in Panama right. doing a show that he was booked for. He has uh We Got Next Comedy Series. He has... Lava Cantina, where he's bringing other headliners through. Another quick plug. I forgot the date. Go to Lava Cantina, check the website. He's got one of the funniest people possibly ever been born. Uh, Tony Roberts is,
1: uh, (laughs) Joe. I saw him at the improv. Improv. (laughs) Tell me he ain't funny. Joe.
2: One of the the funniest. Yeah. He's
1: the truth.
3: Uh, yeah. Tony does
2: not stop. While it's all subjective, uh, but you watch this dude perform, you can't, you got to give him his, if you like urban comedy or Punchline or what, whatever style, he'll bring it all into one Tony Roberts.
1: And your stomach hurts. It faster. hurts. It's it hurts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's. He's crazy.
2: hysterical. Can you sp- he, he's, he's I hysterical, see? I see yeah. a couple of cats. Shout out to a couple of cats that's watching. Uh, Black Ron, a.k.a. Ron Daly. Oh my God. Major moves in his career right now. He's I see. Going. As, he he's gone. Going. He's going. Uh, you can say going, future no, tense, but that, if you make it present, on the way. Black on the way.
1: Ron is a force.
2: He is, black and Ron I've and seen him story. like Jays way back, black back black when Ron. he was like, "I'm like, who is this Jays dude? Who is this Ron? weird dude asking me for a cigarette and a lighter?" And <laughs> and now it's black Ron doing it. Mal, what is it, Malcolm X a comedy, or the Jesus Christ, or uh, 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 whatever it is?
1: I saw him at the, uh, the daiquiri, that. at the the spot, and I was like, "Oh black my Ron god,
2: like that. who is this?" Cat? Like I ran, I was in L.A. I don't know what was a joke two months ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going through the improv, and I, I hear a voice. I say, "That's." it's black ron from that like what are you out there yeah. he was out there getting ready i forgot what he won an hbo something yeah. something yeah he, uh, he was at the, the, the american black film festival uh, yes, that's what it was um, uh, comedy wing uh, ABF. uh he he, he took check. home the top black spot ron the top, uh, prize on that. let me hold some and then also i see uh angelo vecchio who was part of the suru the suru uh showcases he uh actually okay. funny funny dude but you know judges and the numbers fall where they fall yeah. angelo very funny i got Look for him in the future, cause that's, and that's what Sewer was. It was just bringing out, let's, 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 let's ruffle the, ruffle it and see what rises to the top. Let's stir up the bubbles. Come on. And some, some let's cats came them. out the woodwork. Like I said, we had Miami, LA, Minneapolis, uh, two Canadians, one from, I couldn't pronounce the names, and then, uh, something from, uh, um, Ontario. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah. awesome.
1: how is Canada yeah, funny? I mean,
2: cause it's cold. Uh, can I, can I give y'all, can I give y'all a, a, a shout out on that, man? Yes. I mean, oh. that.
3: I mean, y'all don't know this, but I mean, when people bring up Dallas, you know, people just don't know what's going on. And I mean, like, yo, I, you know, I try to tell people about stuff, you know, and they don't look at. It's like, it's like this. You got to start somewhere. Like this. And you know, of Palooza had to start somewhere. Correct. You know, and I, you know, and, and, and to bring comedians together like this, I mean, that that's so great, man. I, I mean, it's kind of hard to really do something and let unless you're right there next to it i mean i wish i could have been more involved i was you know i wish i was still in dallas to do that you know just to be involved in that but it brought back a lot of memories man and i saw the the you know the clips and the you know pictures i mean everything was just you know visible to me and you know it's good. it's a good thing for comedians to you know to take a chance on something like that and just yeah. network and get to know one another because you know it's a, it's a lifelong career yeah it's a lifelong career you know and people who you meet back then You're
1: never gonna forget them. Correct. Can I? Can I? I want you to speak, and not to turn it negative, but I want to be able to speak on it so that we can turn it to something useful and useful and positive. But you know, I'm learning that I can't compare myself to other people. I I literally have to be and do what I do to find my own lane. That's, that's what I've been telling people to stay in my, you know, just stay in your no, that's lane. That's not negative at all. But why? That's true. But we have, we have people that'll hate on someone else's path. And what I'm finding is your path in comedy is your own. It's unique to you.
2: But it's, that's everything, right? Yes. So, I mean, even if you're in the construction industry, yeah. the design the engineering industry, if you're yeah. in performance, dance, ballet, if you can look at movies, everything's going to have a hater coming from another direction. Always. In your lane I or not. Agree. That's yeah. good. That's, that's not human nature, but that's yeah. kind of the way it is, right? Someone's going to try to see you have oh, yeah. a, a, a you don't moment have of success haters, and try to really cut nothing. you off.
1: You don't have no haters. You ain't doing it right.
2: You ain't
1: doing nothing. You, d- d- gotta be. I mean, you know, and I, <laughs> do you guys believe that there's enough room for everybody to eat? There's enough room for everybody no. to eat in this
3: game? It's uh, not. No, 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 there's not, there's Come not on. enough room. I don't, I don't, I don't know, Joe, they're, they're... Be, 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 because, uh, let me tell you what I say there gotta that. be quality there's though. There's not enough room. If you don't work, you don't eat. And there's too many okay. people not working and wanna eat. And there's not enough room for people
2: gonna eat and not work. So, if you're not gonna work, get out the way. But you gotta, you gotta... And... If you're not eating in one place, you gotta go to a different restaurant, so to speak, to follow that analogy. So if you're not working in LA, uh-huh. go to a smaller market and kinda dominate. Right? I know you gotta okay. be in LA to make it happen, or if you're not doing something somewhere else, yep, Ron just said it, everyone can't eat at the same level, that's what I just said. So okay. if you're in LA, okay. you can't eat in LA okay. if you got, uh, Dave Chappelle and, and Chris Rock that can show up at any club and steal your stage time. No one's gonna tell them, oh no, we got Marvin Michaels wanting to go up. Nah, Marvin, bye.
3: Well, yeah. from that not perspective,
2: sure. from that perspective, yes, you are right. You are
3: right. But I'm, what you do, you got to be great on your own level. Correct. You got to be great where, where, where you're at. Okay. Okay. Uh, so as far as like, is, is there is there enough room at the top and all that? Um, the reality is this: not everybody is willing to do that, do the work. But they want to be on top, but they don't want to do the work at the top to stay okay. on top. And that is, is, I mean, that's just fact. That's just the reality. I mean, people who don't do the work, they're not going to be in this game very long.
1: So we say I to mean, those, just, don't, don't look at someone else, don't look at the people at the top and assume that that's the, the only goal. It's, it's, as Marvin was saying, you, you craft your career with comedy and you can fill it with whatever you, you know what, you put on your plate.
3: You can do whatever you want. Yes. You can do whatever, it, it's limitless. There's people right now that they are, I give it, I, I'm an, I don't like name dropping, but I, I will name drop just because they, he's from the Dallas Fort Worth area. Uh, Fort Worth, Sydney Castillo. He is a very funny comedian. Stand-up comedian. But he is a writer. Gotcha. He's a writer on Marlin. Now, stand-up comedy opened that door to be exposed to other actors, other comedians, other writers, and that opened the door for other things that's not stand-up comedy. So that's how it can work. You know? So you kinda have to have another skill you know, ready to go and be workable. I mean, and that, that's just an example of that. You have to craft your career on what – I know another guy right now. Uh He is, you know, a phenomenal photographer. He's got a passion for it. But he's an actor on one of the top shows on uh HBO right now. So it can open doors. Yeah you can do you can make money so many different ways. Yep. You just have to be like I said, be be willing to do the work. You just never know what somebody's into uh outside of what you know them for, but you just got to be able to do the work and just do good business and do good uh and have good rapport with people.
1: Man, that is yeah. like the, and I, that's why I love talking to to veteran comedians. I love bringing people in this space so that you can share with the people that are coming up so that they can have, you know, kind of craft a vision and kind of have an understanding of what to expect because it I I feel like a lot of people are out here kind of wayward, you know, I'm not going to lie. I it, it, Wayward. It, it, That's wayward. a school
3: word. What does that mean?
1: Wayward, oh, ah, oh, all willy nilly.
3: Wayward, the, what's
5: going on? What's, what, what, what does that mean?
1: They're no, doing it all willy nilly, oh, Joe Fox.
3: <laughs> yeah, just just reckless and just trying to take. it <laughs> like, Let me say moment. it like this. Yeah, it's all possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've seen it, and if you really listen to someone's story, you be like, what? You can relate to it. I get. Let me give you. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to. You know, go over y'all's time, but let me, no, no, I, I, no. I've been exposed over your time. to. Well, yeah, well, I yeah. No, no, it you, you somebody mean. give me the light. Just give me the light. If you do the work on something, if you're willing to make the sacrifices, like I know right now, the reason I I'll give you this this is an example. Uh, uh, what's it? Insecure on HBO. Okay, the stars of that show, uh, uh, Issa Rae, Yvonne Orji, and some others. Uh, Yvonne Orji specifically, she went and and worked for free, writing, and that opened the door. Mm. Okay? okay, you got to be among them, and you got to you know stand strong on what you want to do, and uh, and stay in position. And a lot of people won't do that, and that's why I say there's not enough room for everybody because not everybody is doing the work.
2: Makes sense. Makes sense. And they're being, they're being, uh, kind of going back and forth with Ron about it. Yeah, I, I agree with him. It's, uh, it takes like honesty of yourself, like true reflection of yourself. Am I that funny? Can I put myself side by side? I kind of look at the Suru Fest right now. Some people aren't making it and they want to know why. You have to look at your set. You have to look at other comics around, you know, that are right. on the show and the com Are you that funny? Or are you that, we're well, funny subjective, but were you that entertaining? Did you dig into, what your set list is, that you show the audience who you were, that you show the judges, this is, this is why I feel I want that money, or this yeah. is, this is my strongest performance, right? right? Sometimes we get away from that, sometimes we try to, cause I was, I was telling people, when I, when I won the competition, I did the same set every time. I didn't change, <laughs> apparently they like something in that, so I'll do it again. Mm-hmm. If they don't like it, they'll yeah. let me know down the road, but in that particular competition, it worked out, right? Yeah. Not every time, I mean, I've been booed off stage and all that, I'm just saying, I, but I didn't deviate. I didn't yeah. try to be the urban black right. comic. Not. I mean, I know I'm black. I know who I am. I wake up. I can't not be right. But I did what I knew and how right. I grew up. I, I went to private school. Right. I was a skinny kid. I, I was single. Like I said, I had all eight kinds years of between
1: material there. Things that <laughs> well, well my, and my dad was
2: black Muslim. My mom was Southern Baptist, and I went to Catholic school. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I'm just saying. So I couldn't. I couldn't do. I mean, I had uncles and cousins that were. From the streets, or free, but I didn't, I didn't have that that viewpoint.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I can
2: relate. I mean, yeah. I, I don't have nothing against any other comic, but that's me, my personality. It's
1: what you got to tell? I, like story. I said, I
2: like a Wes Corwin, or I like a Darius Bradford out of St. Louis who used to open for It, funny. Yeah. yeah, I like a T.K. Kirkland. Right. It, you know, T, T to the moon K. Yeah, like, oh yeah, man, love T.K. T mm, Kirkland. Mm but I, 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 but if I also guys like-
1: guys honoring the FCC <laughs> laws. <here>. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, so
2: yeah, yeah. No, and I also like, uh, I mean, one of the, Joe, you can chime in. One of the best sets, well, one of the best jokes I've ever seen. I like, uh, Ellen, Helen, Helen Ellen's, uh, conversation with God.
1: Yes. Best okay. jokes. Yes.
2: I also think one of the best sets I've ever seen, Joe, you tell me yours, was, um, Sheryl Underwood at Jamie Foxx Laugh-Palooza that last night.
3: I, you know what? I've never seen anything like that. that I, like, I, I, re- I
2: remember that. Anything but I, you I can did tell or you said for 30 that minutes. Out. I mean, 3, it, it did not
1: stop. Laid it out. was
2: Slayed like him. a machine gun. Just them. Brr, brr, killing. Hey, that was the true was, definition was, of was, killing.
1: we going to pay was, some oh, bills. I mean, I've
2: never seen anything like that. It was crazy.
1: we going to pay some bills. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Okay. But we're not done because when we come back, I want us to get into um the the breakdown of the, you know the the mental and the emotional toll and in sure. on on being a comedian we're going to do that When we return, you are listening to the Mental Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. The Northside Jam is back for the 11th big year. This community outreach event with a message of hope is a day of fun for the whole family. We'll have free food, free bounce houses, and free prizes. Platinum recording artist Howard Scott will be performing live. His hits include Lowrider,
5: Cisco Kid, Why can't, we be Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends?
1: Ashmore, Dallas, Fort Worth's best classic rock will also be performing live. The Northside Jam is happening Saturday, September eighth at five p.m. at Marine Park, located in Fort Worth's historic Northside at three hundred three Northwest Twentieth Street. Fishbowl Radio Network will also be broadcasting live. Don't miss the fun. We'll see you there.
0: FBRN dot US Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Chuck chuck
4: chuck chuck
0: on. Chuck on, chuck chuck con. Shaka Khan, let me rock, it, let me rock, it, shaka Khan. Let me rock, it, that's all I wanna do. Shaka Khan, let me rock, it, let me rock, it, shaka Khan. Let me rock, it, let me feel for you. Shaka Khan, what you tell me, what you wanna do. Do you feel, feel for me, the way
3: I feel for you? Shaka Khan, let me tell you what I wanna do. I wanna love you, wanna hug you, wanna speak you too. And let me take it in my arms, let me feel you with my charm Chaka. Cause you know that I know the one they give you on Chaka. I make it real, that's a physical dream. I wanna rock, shaka baby, cause you make me wanna scream. Let me rock, it, rock, it, rock, it, So
0: i to Let me rock it, let me rock for you, for you
1: Welcome back to the Middlespeak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I am your host, LaTanya Davison. Welcome, welcome wherever you are in the world uh, to the broadcast today. Uh, welcome to Friday. i so grateful for your ear. We are doing a comedian roundtable today. Got Marvin Michaels in the house. Joe Fox out of L.A. on the phone. And we're going to get back What's to that? the conversation.
4: Yeah.
2: We ain't here.
1: I'm trying out this new intro, and I'm just trying to see how long to will let it play out. It's like a new joke.
3: Who is that, Amarion?
1: Bam! And there it goes. Okay, so that (laughs) worked. So, uh, yeah, welcome back to the show. Today, uh, taking a break from the heavy, uh, you know, mental illness topics that we do, mental health topics that we do. um, And we're talking about the medicine, right? And the medicine, the vehicle... From my perspective, okay. it is comedy, hmm. not cocaine. Oh, okay. Not cocaine.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking nice. comedy. Oh, now I'm playing.
1: Oh, man. That's the that's the, the, the sprinkles, you know. Uh, people have sprinkled it into their comedy to enhance it, but, mm, mm. you know, it did lead to tragic yep. outcomes.
2: It, several. Yeah. several well, not just struggles. related to comedy. And sports, <laughs> <laughs> driving to work. I mean, you know, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it's anything. Let's
1: talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about the whole perception of the the pained and tragic person that gets in the comedy marvin you said you had a i mean you had for all intents and purposes a normal upbringing
2: uh to a certain degree i mean you know both parents at the house and you know no real travesty two parents black
1: man with two parents i mean
2: mean, just grow i mean just it it didn't seem (laughs) odd out of of place to me because that was my reality Right. right so yeah, and um somehow but like I said it also left me kind of wanting to be by myself, kind of reserved. I was kind of selfish. Um I didn't have, I didn't like playing with other kids. I didn't like playing with my cousins cuz this was my stuff, my yeah. house, my room, my bed. So, <laughs> I mean that was the, you know, I, if I'm truthful to myself, that's what it was. It was all mine and then here comes this little baby and it taking up time and space right. and energy and crying like, oh, and he is. Like, I'm hold on, me. wait, 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 play I was good. I mean like, so, so who are you? Coming yeah, up and using all the resources. My space. Yeah. What's this crib in my room for? I didn't have the baby. Put it in your room type of deal. So yeah. <laughs> what
1: did, what about you, Joe, as far as development of your- He the was the, the little house. baby. Did he
2: came in his older brother's life and interrupted <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I was, yeah, I was that guy. Who is this? <laughs> hey, I, I had my own
3: room though. <laughs> like, they, they put the tape in the, in the middle said, Don't you go on that side. This is my side. Uh, no I, I had a, a mother father at home, uh, Older brother by just about a year, so he's like a grade ahead of me. Um, yeah, I was a younger brother. I was cool though. I I, I learned from his mistakes. I, I ain't gonna do what he did. He getting whooped in the room. he getting worked over. I don't know what's going on in there. It's, it's a mess in there when I get back. That's good.
1: That's so good. I, I, I was material. a good kid.
3: I'd like to think that I was. But, yeah. um You know, I mean you know, you know, just because everyone's got their own dysfunction as far right. as comedians right. are concerned, right. it doesn't matter what your background is. I mean. You know, anybody, everybody can't be a comedian, but anybody can be a comedian if, if you think about it. But it's like everybody has their own truth or source of pain or dysfunction that they come through that kind of informs their jokes. But yeah. it's all relatable. Everybody just, you know, just got to be true to themselves, man. And those jokes come, you know, uh, you know, you know sliding through, yeah. you know, and everybody can laugh at anything, you know, <laughs> even tragedy. Yeah, I, you know, I, I heard uh, Doug Stanhope of all people. He was—he's got this crazy joke about a dead kid. I think his dead kid. I don't know if it's true or not, but I just heard him talking about it. He was talking about man. He, uh, you, if you want to make some money, have a dead kid and set up a GoFundMe account. And hey. I was like, wow, damn. And now that <laughs> he went in, it wasn't about the the dead kid per se, but he used the yeah. dead kid. He, yeah, he yeah, yeah. The, the seriousness of how to make money. Right. correct it was really about greed, <laughs> but, uh, but everybody was dying laughing. They couldn't believe it. They were laughing about that. And it, I mean, it's not funny, but he made it.
1: But funny. what wait, is it, it offers, it offers the outlet for correct. that. I, I have uh, jokes about my son has autism, uh, and uh-huh. I talk about how, you know, you know, because parents will get sad about it. Like, oh, my God, my kid has autism. I'm like, look, you need to exploit the autism. Get exploit free pancakes. The and You know, like, go cut get in front of the line pancakes. at Six Flags. Oh, right. Like, use it to your advantage. We're resourceful people. So that's my thing, you know, is taking something that would typically hurt. And I think that's what co- comedians do. Life is joy and pain. It's yin and yang. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we are finding, uh-huh. we're giving people the path and the opening To say to I guess to express that pain through laughter. It's uh, you know, and I tell people all all the time, I'm like, You thought that. Don't sit up here and act like you didn't think what I just said. It's just saying
3: it. Which makes it funny. That's a comedian's job. We we need to say what you're thinking and would never say.
2: One of the best people on that to me is a Bill Burr. Bill Burr will say what it is you're most likely thinking. I like some of his race stuff. I like his uh the um the elimination of the human race, like cutting back, like we need a mask kill off basically yep. like his viewpoints yes you kind of think that you're like look at this yes. traffic on 635 of like six out of ten of these need people, people were i could get where i'm we, going type of
1: if you got a dually and you run people over off the road yeah. you can go we don't need you
2: like he I'm said, <laughs> it's that. It's that he said. We all think it. It's just those few psychopaths that carry that through with it. it. Yeah, no, carry <laughs> through with oh, it. Uh, that, That's it, what Bill Burr oh, said. Yeah, it's yeah, that those, part, it's that those, part. yeah, it's just only those one or two psychopaths. Then
1: Louis C.K. had a joke on Saturday Night Live. He said, he goes, he's like, look, I'm not saying white privilege is right. It's not. He's like, it's horrible. But where is it right now when I need it? Like you know. It's
4: like,
1: <laughs> And I said to myself, I'm like, you know what? That's true. Like, if you had white privilege, you would be using it. You'd you lean would lean on it. You would you lean didn't on have it. a moment to use it. And I'm, he says it.
2: You he, take whatever,
1: whatever privilege or dominance
2: that. you have in in life, and you, you basketball players. If you're six nine, you're going to use that on the court. I can't help you 6'1". Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a privilege. Yeah, you you have have to to play, it play, is a privilege you you play to be that game. at all. So, I mean, closer to you the know net. what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So I want to talk about... Um, development as a comedian, growth as a comedian. So, from the time that you start out doing stand-up and you're doing, uh, uh, you know, open mics, what is the value of the open mic? for Everything. The it's
2: everything because it's stage time, right? Yeah. yeah. It's stage time. Yeah. You don't affect something by, you don't go the in the kitchen and, and cook a souffle right off. You, you, it's, you prep. You gotta learn, build up. You gotta figure out season and spices work. You gotta find what yeah. complements the other. What's the purpose of yeast and, and, Power, power, you know what does it call just all that you have to figure out the purpose of everything as opposed to knowing that's what it is what adds the flavor what makes it rise what makes it fall what is the moisture what is the egg for what holds it together so that's what that's what writing uh, i'm hungry right now it's uh, that's intricate. what that's the same thing with uh, it's yeah intricate. it's to figure yeah. out what's and if it, it's you also have to figure out first of all how to set up a joke if i'm a writer am i a storyteller am i slapstick am i pun you know yeah. figure out your style, then you got to figure out your voice, then you got to figure out your timing, then you got—it's a lot. So stage sounds is going to help you with all of it. I just talked to a celebrity, um, a comedian celebrity, whatever, but he said one of the reasons yeah. he feels—and I, I agree with him—his his comedy game is elevator. He's able to perform or headline is because he hosted so many different spots for so many years. He was able to play with material and timing, figure out what works, what crowds like, what doesn't, his callbacks, and all. And all oh, that takes time. Yeah. It takes time to write, figure out who you are, and watch your comedy should develop as you develop, right? Like 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 Black Ron. Right. I, I enjoy him because he, Not not to say I know his life and his background and all that, but just being around him from time to time and seeing him progress and see where he is now with the Malcolm X. It developed. Yeah. he didn't just wake up and say, "Oh, I'm, the, I'm Malcolm X comedy. I'm I'm gonna be funny." No, That's his it, voice. It developed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It started from from some place mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, that he, you know, he, he learned how to be, that he, uh, f- finding his voice. That, I guess that's probably the, um uh, the best way to say, you know, what open mics are good for. Uh, starting out, you need to be able to find your voice. And, and the quicker you do that, uh, the faster you can, uh, develop really good material. And get, uh, I'm no, sorry. I know. Oh, I'm
1: same here in my ADD. Just, yeah. yeah, jumps in there. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, open mics, People think that that's oh this this show is gonna suck. Well, yeah, it's gonna suck if that's your attitude going into it. So no, you need to go in there and you know it's like hitting the gym. You gotta hit them weights, man. I mean, you can't lift nothing. I mean, you gotta yeah. you get the muscle in, memory. You know, you have to figure Dream out what running? kind of comic you are. Yeah. Okay. You know, you have to develop you stretch areas front. of your of, of your uh, craft that that you've never you know uh, considered before. Right. You know, you have you know you have muscles in places. That, you know, on your physical body, that you're never going to uh develop. This is going to be a small little muscle, and you know, the, the big ones, you know, you use them all the time because you work them all the time. Same right. thing with, with comedy. You have to Do the same thing in the, in the gym, open mics, smaller shows. You know,
2: yeah, you know, and then, and and like the open mics now. Mm-hmm. So it also depends on the crowd because if you're sitting around with a bunch of your friends, they go give you false feedback. Yes. Go to some strange, yeah. weird. Different color <laughs> and see if you can do it. Oh, you can be the, you yeah, can be go, the king yeah, of, yeah. Uh, you know.
1: Yeah. Of your, the spot, yeah. or whatever your, yeah, 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 yeah. your hood. Yeah, yeah.
2: Go on the other side yeah. of town and go up on that random open mic or don't everybody look like you and see if those same jokes or see if you can use those same premises and curve them to where they'll understand. Like Little Rail. Now, I mean, I'm, I don't personally know him, but he, he kept it somewhat yeah. urban or street, but made it such that they understood it. Right. Same thing with a Bernie Mac. This is my story. Let me tell you how, why I have a rough voice and why i spanked the kids. He made you understand Mm -hmm. it from his viewpoint. Yes. Yeah. And he wasn't just talking to his people. And the amazing
1: thing, I think another thing that comedians do is bring together the, the elements of just being a human. I mean, even if I'm, you know, I'm a, a white woman somewhere, I can listen to Bernie Mac and be like, oh my God, that's hilarious. Never shared his experience at all, but there's just certain parts of our lives. But you
3: understand mannish
2: little, Kids making, or, oh yeah, you know, you're oh, yeah, cookies, yeah, yeah You're talking cookies. about, you're Get talking about is. being relatable. All kids <laughs> are the same, I'm <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the out. biggest right. thing in comedy that you
3: can, yeah. you can ever hope to achieve is to be relatable across all, you know, uh, you know, you know, society. I mean, I mean, I know that's, you know, that's a tall order, but you have to be relatable to your audience. You know, right. these people, your, your demographic, people who are in
2: your age group, your, you know, your uh, nationality, where you're from, you gotta be relatable. You not. gotta be, you gotta be likeable and relatable. A lot of, like, uh, not in a negative sense, but on that, not, not saying he's the best open micer, but I learned how to open mic from, from, well, Paul Varghese was an awesome.
1: He's so good.
2: Uh, uh, open he's, mic. As far yeah. as trying random material. Yeah. And just going up. Right. Everywhere, like two or three. And which is hard. Well, not so much, but back, back when we were coming up in Dallas, cause they weren't that mm-hmm. many. Like now you can go just about everywhere and find an open mic. Back then you had Ozona and then it was only one improv. It well, was only one improv. I'll be honest with you, and it was uh, it was only one improv.
1: Was it yeah? Addison or Arlington?
2: It was Arlington. Oh, uh, no, I'm it sorry, Addison. It was Addison. Addison. It was yeah, Addison. okay? Okay. And that was not hard. That was that. It was It yeah. was hard to get into. It wasn't really a, any open mics. Uh, there was Dean's class, which uh, once again, that wasn't an open mic. There was a Ozonas, yeah, I mean, It was a workshop. I had to it was get a paper. Some holes, but it was so few and far between. But Paul would manage to yeah. get them. Uh, uh not that I can't leave out back door. Back door was a strong, strong outlet. That's where I started. Yeah, comedy back in the day. And then remember Joe, Joe don't sleep on it. Joe. Me and Joe put together a Caribbean Grill. Yeah, yeah, i was trying to figure out how we can how
3: we can work that in. Man, yeah, I was like, you know, Caribbean Grill. i was
2: like, we need to say something about You're it. You
1: yeah, at the moment. You just got to go. You just uh, yeah, we and
2: then Joe and I we saw cuz it was so limited we found a uh, Caribbean Grill over with Roland and, and his brother, I forgot his brother's name, but uh over off Web Chapel and yeah. and Pascal, Pascal. Off Web Chapel in uh, 635 at Caribbean Grill, and we set up a Wednesday night, and it, uh, it, it, if you could get a laugh out of there, that was a test room. It was like 15 comics, but we were all waiting to go up, probably. Three or four people in the crowd, maybe a couple eating, and maybe nine Jamaican dudes playing dominoes loud. Play dominoes in the back. In the corner. <laughs> and if you could get them to stop playing dominoes and listen, they want to go laugh. Win. If they listen, you were funny. You win.
1: Comfortable yeah, with man. the silence. If they sat
2: down in the dominoes and listened. You were funny.
1: Comfortable with the silence. Yeah,
3: yeah. If
2: you didn't hear no dominoes, that means you know, okay, you doing. You've something. done something.
1: That's awesome. So let's talk <laughs> about uh, d- development over time in terms of uh, comfort with with yourself as a comedian. You found your mm, voice. Do you still get in your head at this point, or, or does or does it throw you off to get silence or to not be doing so good? And how do you manage that?
3: not uh for me uh it, well, well for me I've never been a relationship comic like doing relationship material comic until maybe about oh I don't know maybe like 5 years ago okay because I'm I'm experiencing life as a as a married man and having problems with that and the frustration of writing material and trying to be funny that came across on stage and you know my material changed
4: Uh my attitude
3: changed and if some, if i was feeling a certain kind of way and i was doing my old jokes or whatever it's not funny you know i maybe felt some kind of way about that but that was only because i wasn't comfortable with myself my present situation my truth whatever so uh you know i took a turn you know i embraced what that was and wrote jokes based on you know what i was feeling you know what, what was frustrating to me the pain and uh, I think when you do that, you know, you know, the silence doesn't hurt so bad because, uh, you know, that silent treatment that you're getting at home, that's even worse. I, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. I can deal with anything. It's
1: you know. relative at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's relative. Yeah, man. Yeah. Me. I
3: mean, you, you, three hundred people just staring at me. That's nothing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you about this woman at the <laughs> y'all, house. Y'all don't know me. Y'all don't know cold shoulder. Like, no. Uh, and what about right, you, Marvin? Right. Like, how? When did you find your groove in your career?
2: Um. How many years in? I don't remember just cause it's been so much time. I don't remember exactly, but I was working so consistently. Once I knew I could do, not to get into the color issue, but if I could do an all black room or an all white room, similar material, curving a little bit. Once I found that, that line, then I was good. I was good. I knew how to curve it this way or curve it that way. Once, once again, having a truth of self, I, I couldn't be anybody else. So, uh, in fairness, I knew how to. that That's kind of my, you know, my upbringing, right? So, I had exposure to heavily in both cultures, so to speak. Uh, not like I was from an interracial family or anything. I just had exposure on both sides. And once I was able to find both rooms and a path and a comfort level, and other comics were okay with me. Mm-hmm. Like, headliners usually like to watch. And be like, what am I following? Who they put me with?
4: Yeah.
2: When they don't come out anymore. And, a, a club owner will say, oh, it's, uh, Marvin Michaels, I trust blah, blah, blah. And the headline, I don't even worry about it anymore. Well, we'll let that feature do a set. As I was making my way, right, this is before I could get to be a headliner. Uh, and then once people start allowing you to headline, I'm like, apparently my voice and my jokes mean something and me and I'm, I'm still being me and people don't allow me to, allow me to be me on stage. I'm comfortable with that. So once I start headlining, I, everything becoming much more comfortable. I'm like, well, they're okay with it and it's their money on the line, right? This is the, the uh um, right, right, right. once I did I did Austin Cap City ahead headline the weekend and uh I, I did uh Hyenas Um yeah. uh Fort Worth. The one in Fort Worth before mm-hmm. it moved, right it moved two or three times. Anyway, once I start doing those, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, okay, well, these people trust me with their, their income and their overhead and their, their jokes yeah. and their crowds of yeah. two or three hundred people right like, there. Yeah, the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Other national comics, Jeremy Hotz and Arn These people are they're, they're trusting me to go with them. Around the country and put you. Know, not that club owners don't necessarily associate you, associate you with your headliner, but to a certain degree, the crowd and the, they do. Okay? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well,
2: if I bring him back, please don't bring that feature. He was garbage type of deal. I mean, I've been I, and not to right. say that I haven't been kicked off shows. I got to be. I mean, I've I've had a solid. <laughs> Joe laughing already because he know. I'm gonna call his name too, but I don't give a damn. Um, <laughs> they called me last minute at the at the Arlen Improv. Can you come open up? We had a fallout for aries Spears, and it was just two man show. Oh, I go, I go do my Aries Spears, and I, I I didn't meet him or anything. I'm doing a favor for the club owner. Right. Called me, right. I do it, cat clapping. I didn't I didn't do any hood material because that was one of Aries' stipulations: no black comics, no black material. I did me, made fun of some local stuff. He said he don't want a black comic, and you go there, it's an all black crowd. I'm I'm confused. What what do you want on stage? Somebody just to ramble. Verbally through a through a a set list. Anyway, I did my stuff. Guy, I mean, high five, good set. Club on is like, thanks for coming, thanks for doing that for me. Had to drop out. I got then Aries comes out, does his show, and after his show, he kicks me off his show. He said, I don't want him on my show. Yes. And. And I don't need explanation. I don't need ex- yeah. I'm not an Aries yeah. fan, so I don't need explanation from you. I'll take my one day earnings and leave. I'm, I'm good. i just
1: saying I've I've I take my one, day my one
2: day my one show <laughs> earning <laughs> <My> and show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Er, uh, right when I once earn that 150. <laughs> what? Yeah. Go get me some meat. But I'm saying it <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's when I found my group when I felt <laughs> I could I could I could work both rooms uh color of <laughs> And and um not it shouldn't be about that but that's where I, but I'm just it is. being honest that's where I found my groove but right
1: But it is we say right. this is a black room Oh we do We, say we it. do Like yeah. it's not even it's just speaking to the to the reality and the demographic uh, or, 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 or mainstream what or black, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you can make it or happen urban, right, right. Could. Speak to speak right. to rejection in comedy speak to rejection and how to overcome Ooh, oh, but that's, I can't relate but
2: that's, to that. that's, is that you not know, life in itself? <laughs> I mean, you, you associate it to life in itself, any rejection. But
1: we're more I'm, sensitive. I don't know.
2: Like, if I, asked I the know, you man. ask the girl out and she's like, I'm good without you in my life. You're like, same thing. <laughs> you're on stage and somebody boo or they leave a comment nowadays. i was good without that set. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I didn't need I just, that set in my life. And then how do you live <laughs> with that?
2: I'm just it's, it's here, here, go you got so it. Joe. Go, go look, 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 I, I, I've I, been rejected less than now. I'm playing. Go, away. <laughs> I'm just. <playing. laughs>
1: Joe is the expert. Joe, that's why we had to call because we I'm heard, heard you. We heard you as the expert in rejection. So.
3: An Tell expert it. on rejection.
1: I'm kidding. I mean, hey, I know, I,
3: I, I, I know. That's what answer.
1: Marvin said. So,
3: no, I'm just kidding. It's not. It's not rejection. I mean, it's 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 just a uh, a delayed acceptance.
2: That's all it is. <laughs> I don't like you right now.
1: I love how you just postponed. No, See acceptance.
2: that's, that's how
1: section. you talk yourself out of suicide. You say, No, that wasn't rejection. That was delayed. That was delayed acceptance. acceptance. <laughs> they just couldn't accept it in the
2: moment. They <laughs> ain't going accept until later on in life.
1: They'll think about it and then they'll know.
2: You, you know what?
3: I, I I remember not doing so well on stage uh one time at Fat Tuesday, and then at least Fat Tuesday one time. And and this this uh I um, remember that. Ugh. Let me preface this by saying, you gotta consider the source. Who is it that's giving you this feeling of rejection? So, I'm at Fat Tuesday over and over and over and over again. And that lead making fun of my clothes and all this other stuff. Ah, something missing. Uh, It's it's, it's something drawn to potato salad. All this other stuff. Anyway, so, this lady comes up to me after Fat Tuesday. I'm over here breaking down my little, you know, you know, digital video camera. And she's drunk off her, you know what? And she goes, you just need to quit while you're ahead. And I was looking at her, and I said, you are drunk telling me what to do with my life. And I was like, okay, that's not a rejection. That's just someone who doesn't know me. It's never going to be anything. I'm the one that's doing the work. I'm the one that's putting it on the line. And I'm the one that's getting better. I just had a bad day. She's going through something in her life where she's drinking her problems away. I'm on stage trying to make her laugh. It didn't work that time. It's not a rejection. It's, it's a ma- you know, it's a little setback. You just need to come back and do better next time. So when you look at it like that, you don't let the rejections get to you. I was on, on, on stage at the Apollo getting booed by <laughs> New Yorkers, was that a rejection or was that just hey 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 I can do better next
2: time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but this time what, I what is, what is rejection? What
3: is that? I did a show. Uh, I did a hearing?
2: show with RNSJ in Grand Bahama Island, six hundred plus people. Uh-huh. I was the second one, first one out after the host MC. It was uh, only only non natives were about four white women up front. And in Jamaica, I think it was Bahamas. Bahamas, they had a local, a local, uh, language that when you said bread, bread meant sex. Like if you say, I want a piece of bread, you mean you want some sex?
0: Oh, wow. But I didn't
2: know that going into the restaurant. And then so I was like, so I was asking this older bohemian woman, i was like, yeah, can I get some bread? And everybody in the restaurant falls out laughing, right? So I tell that <laughs> joke on stage and all, there was 600 people, four of them white, all 590, Six of them fell out laughing, except for the four white girls. They didn't, they didn't get it. But after that joke, the only people laughing were those four white girls, and that was for like the next Correct. eight minutes. And then somebody in the back was like, "Enough!" And it was this rush of booze from the back of a crowd of six hundred, and, and and they just get off stage and they inward and just wow. dropping and they start getting up i like, that is enough. I am, and that, I couldn't curb that rejection, Joe. That was rejection. That was true and honest. I just got off stage, tucked my tail, and went and sat in the corner. Um, I can't take it. I can't take it.
1: Hold on. I think we just lost Joe. Joe? Did we lose Joe? No. No. Joe's there. Who is this? Oh. There's Angela.
2: There's Angela! Oh, wow. We dropped Joe and picked up Angela. No,
1: Joe, you still there, right? We still got Joe? We ain't got Joe. I oh, think Joe dropped. No, Joe, Joe there. Hi, Angela. What's
2: uh, up? Angela Walker. Miss A. Walker.
1: Oh, my goodness. Hi. It's not A. Walker. Angela Walker.
2: Angela Walker.
5: <laughs> yes. Um, my name is not an initial. I'm Angela Walker.
2: Oh, okay. Got gotcha. Hello, Angela.
5: everyone.
1: What's up, lady? Angela Walker is a local comedian here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And uh she's hilarious and uh she just finished up Suru competition as well, made it to the semifinals. It,
2: semifinals. Unfortunately twice.
1: Dang, why are you gotta it in, Marvin?
2: No, I'm just saying and it, it yes. is what it is. I mean it, Shut it, up, Mark. hey, hush. hush. Signal lost. call you want him to call back? I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Hush. Wait, he's still there. I'm sorry. We Yeah, I'm here. I'm yeah. here. Yeah. So uh what's what's going on with you lady? What are what are the next steps? What you got coming up? First, of all, I want to tell you for saying just comedian and not,
5: hey, we have a female, she's, just so you know, uh, everyone, female, we hate. We make comments hate, saying, hey, y'all ready? The next person coming upstairs,
1: it's a female. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of whack. It It is kind of whack. I mean,
4: comedy is comedy.
1: Yeah, comedy is comedy. But what do you see? And I always end up having this conversation when I'm, when I'm talking to fellow women comics, but what are the kind of issues that you've seen as a woman comic, if any, compared to the males in the industry?
5: I think that a lot of times female comics, uh, they try to put you in a bubble as far as instead of just rating your comedy by itself. Oh, well, I can't book you on this show because there's another female. I can't book you on this show because it's all men. I can't book you on this show, and there's always reasons why you can't be booked based on the fact of your your gender, which is kind of crazy to me. Or I got you for an, an all female show. That's annoying.
1: Funny, funny is funny. Funny
5: is funny. Mm.
1: Come on, Marvin. This is what I told you well, I'm not talking. necessarily I to wrong, no, 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 I'm you trying don't, to, I'm trying to, to think to through it. Cuz remember that saying that people will say that women comics are not funny?
2: Oh, no, no and I've heard people say that. Yeah. I mean but I I and I but I can't relate cuz I know some of my Tig Nataro uh Tig
1: Nataro's funny.
2: One of my funny one of my favorites right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean so I can't personally relate to that. I can't yeah. say that. I'm a fan of Angela. I'm a fan of Mama Michelle. We talking people locally that I can reach out to and talk to.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Nanette Lee. Back when Nanette Lee was heavy and hard on stage, fan. Uh Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, people, like I can't say I'm not a fan of female comedy, but I also can say funny is not necessary. Funny is not just funny. Okay. Right. I'm enjoying these stories because this is a woman's perspective on a subject that men can't really touch or yeah. can't get next to. Like and a man can't yeah. go through a childbearing joke progression that's something only a woman can bring us into an experience right yeah we can't like angela just said talking about not liking the fact that first female coming up or whatever the fact may be we can't we can't experience that so it's 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 something to be said about a female coming a comic coming to the stage because you're letting the crowd as the host and mc let you about to get a different perspective you're not gonna get, get this guy up here rambling on about football game or soccer. Not to not to pigeonhole or box in male comics. And I'm not defending people that say female comic, but in, in
5: Well they just like saying, Are you ready for y'all ready for, for something different? This next uh guy we have coming to stage, he's black. Let's give it all up for the black guy. Everyone clap their hands for this black guy coming up <laughs> like <it's, laughs> to I'm, me. When he walks to the stage, you but, see these black. You don't but,
2: have to... True, but do they not do that? If you go to a show, they'll be like, this is the black guy, this is the whatever, this is the, you know, equal and affirmative action it, part it, of the show.
5: it does make sense.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, the people do that. I mean, you, I mean, you're joking about it. Right, people do saying, it.
5: But when they do it, it's like, I'm not, the audience isn't dumb. So
1: it's like, like, I see he's black.
2: But I mean, the well, I audience mean, is not done. I'm but I'm the MC this. is setting the stage as the MC, so the MC's like, "All right, y'all, I'm keeping this, this next going." Time it's yeah. Full
1: of estrogen and has a uterus. Yeah, which, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> like you, But I, I get what she's saying. I think that because there's times I've hosted and I made the maybe made the mistake. I feel like you're planning almost a subliminal message to people that if they already are predisposed to think women are not funny, then it may trigger in them like, hmm.
2: But you can't help that if they think that, right?
1: I can't, but I can mitigate it by might. not by just saying, "Here's a comic." Yeah, and this person and let like it be what it is, and yeah. let it just come on to the stage and be what it is. You agree, Angela? Correct. Just let it be like, what it's gonna be. A lot of times,
5: a lot of people don't realize they think that uh, for the majority of audience members are female, and a lot of times male comics will play to the female, and and vice versa. Sometimes it can hurt a female. Because if you're saying, come on stage, we have a female. And based on what the female looks like or whatever, women, before you even get on the stage, will judge you. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's so true. you're already setting up a stage instead of just letting that person come on stage and just yeah. let them, their personality or whatever they have, speak for itself.
1: And I think there are extra you know what what I'm saying? steps. There's extra steps that we have to take. Like, I'm, I'm now a T-shirt comedian. Like, I... I literally will have to wear. I maybe I don't have to, but I feel like I'm less judged if I'm dressed down. You dress up, Angela. Like you, you're, a, you come impeccable. Like her hair be did, and and all that. I feel like I have to like match my quirkiness and 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 tone it down because I want people to focus on what's coming out of my mouth. I do. I I feel that pressure, Marvin. You. You don't know what it's like to have uterus, and, and I, do I do not,
2: and I do not. That's and that and that's and you know, to my point. Yeah. That, I do not. You know
5: what's so funny? You saying that like the dressing up. I was actually told by a veteran female comic yeah. that because I was plus size, I shouldn't dress up because big girls aren't sexy. First wow. off, I never said I was sexy. Now, thank you for the compliment, but it was as if she was saying that you know, like you said, you dress down to draws the attention now i feel like it's if i dress like up or even like the jeans and t-shirt it's all about I'll add a necklace to it or whatever but that's a that's a out that's a uniform you know like for presentation of the jokes right like if you see some comedians going up on stage that got a ratty dirty shirt on and they're they're not kempt. i don't think this I, I don't think that really uh that kind of
1: diminishes the art form I got you. to me. I got you. Yeah. Well,
2: you Ron, know. Ron said we politely stepping around a bigger issue. And I what
1: you know. want us to say, Ron?
2: I What I'm saying, I don't know what that is. I mean, it is.
1: What do you? What? What does he want us to say? Tell he him didn't. To put he it.
2: didn't. He didn't say.
1: He he said. He ain't say. He ain't say. He, he ain't say it. It. Come on, Ron. Tell us what you think. No, but um, Angela, you, you know this, yes. this. This time moves fast. Uh, but I want to thank you so much for calling in, my sister. You are freaking funny. You are, you are to me like the future of like, you know, like next level. And I'm going to say it of a woman in comedy. I do think we should honor the fact because there is a, there is just something that you bring to the table as a woman, as a mother through your comedy. So I think we, sh- I think we should honor it, you know? oh yeah most definitely yeah. I, and i
5: appreciate that compliment
1: from the bottom of my 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 black foot you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i appreciate you yes ma'am all right sister we gonna holler. where are you at next tell the people where you at
5: um uh, right now i'm in the tub uh, uh next the thing tub. i'll be at is uh
2: next i'll be outside drawing on what's
1: your next show honey? <laughs>
0: Good
5: Lord.
1: <laughs> See, and that's, look, you gonna get the answer that you, I, sh- I, I should know better. Did you ask? Yeah, yes, I did yes. ask. I, um, did ask.
5: I, I, um, I believe I'll be at the um, the Addison Improv on Monday. Okay. They're starting an open mic on Monday nights at the
1: the um,
5: Addison Improv. Uh, also, on, if you're in Austin, I'll be in Austin uh, with uh, Q Coleman and Lisa Love and Angelo. He's out of Austin. I forgot Angelo. Uh, what's <laughs> Angelo's name, Marvin?
2: Vecchio, with a V. Vecchio.
5: We're gonna Angelo
1: On Friday the twentieth, so that right. ought to be awesome. All right. So that's I'm just I'm trying to just stick and move, stick and move. Yes, ma'am. All right, y'all get out to see Angela Walker uh, show be uploaded and played back. Love you, sis. All right. Thank you, y'all. Y'all be blessed. Peace Holla. out. Okay, bye. Bye. Did we lose Joe? I think gone. Joe gone. Joe gone.
2: Joe. I told him to call back, but I don't know if he. Thank you,
1: Joe, up. for your contribution today. The show goes so fast; it's crazy.
2: But they said it froze online too. I, I don't know. It's a couple. No, nah, that was just technical oh. error oh, okay. by the user.
1: Right. That was all. Um, your information is invaluable. Like. I, each show is like its own little thing. So little when I put it together, it's like, it, it, you know, the podcast. And so when people listen back, I want you guys to listen to these nuggets of truth. I am, I, I love to, to honor our veteran comics because I feel like you guys allow, you paved the way for people to be able to, um, kind of stand on the foundation to learn how to build themselves up in the craft. So I just want to say thank you so much. I appreciate you. Let's plug Suru again. Tell them what's coming on Sunday.
2: The finals from the stand up roundup 2018 comedy competition where the winner takes home $5,000. Finals are Sunday, July 15th. Uh, doors open at six. So is that show is at seven. It's at uh, Hyenas Dallas and Mockingburg Station. Um, it's going to be a, a beast of a show.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Shadi McCoy out of New Orleans. Lamar Jones from New Orleans now living in Dallas. Joel Runnels, originally Junebug K104 at Fort Worth uh, right now uh da-da-da-da. who else is it uh t dot kingsley out of uh, milwaukee and picture in his face and the fifth person celebrity out of dallas texas sorry
1: and whoever the went so they're gonna get their check that day right like they're gonna that's the check day on the, Sunday?
2: They, as far as when they get their money? Yeah. Yes, they get a, uh, what we call the Suru Award, which oh, will be a surprise man. on what that is, and then, uh, they get their money.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, of course, it's gonna be the whole wanna, don't cash it till Monday thing, yeah. but yeah, they get their check.
1: Yeah. I money. just want a whole, <laughs> I just yeah. want a whole, like a bill.
2: They get that. It they was, hold. uh, it's been a, it's been a ride. It's been interesting, uh, to, to produce this, uh, event. This, like, yeah. from concept, concept. Like, I brought, uh, Q Coleman, Paul, Luther, and uh, uh, Chris Brown into a meeting. I say, conceptually, this is what I would like to do. Do you think guys think it'll work? And I'm looking for the naysayers. I'm looking for what won't work. I'm looking for the negatives just so we can figure out how to overcome those and make it work. Anyway, finals of the 15th. I mean, we're figuring out how to make it work and moving forward. It was uh, some controversy, like I was saying, with Angela. She had a fire drill or fire alarm that emptied out the building literally during her set. She came back and performed, but it, it turned the energy. So we allowed her to come back, and there was a, a judging where the judge wrote personal comments about the performers. A. I mean, but I mean, but we we tried to address it as as, as diplomatically as possible. We talked to the other comics on the tour and the comics themselves that were affected by it. And yeah. here we are. We're coming up on the fifteenth, and it should be a, a, a good show. Uh, if you want to stand up, roundupfest dot you can get tickets. Uh, there's a link for Eventbrite. You can go through us on Facebook. Facebook, uh, Instagram is probably the best at Suru Fest. Um, all of that. So yeah, we're looking forward to it.
1: Awesome. Have yeah. a good can- show. Hey Joe! Joe's back, back in here, man. You know that, Yo. Hey, that that was a uh, user error right there, Joe. I'm so sorry. Uh, I was trying to do a oh. conference call, but what happened was, I, <laughs> yeah.
3: What um, had happened was, you guys. <laughs> we we left off on rejection. I got rejected right there. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling some kind of way about that. That
1: was not written into the script. That's all I'm saying.
3: Really quick. <laughs> it's all good.
1: We're getting ready to get out of here. What do you have coming up out there in LA? We got our, our listeners are global and national. So what you got coming?
3: Global and national. Yeah. Uh, Tell I'll be at what- the Comedy Union tonight. Uh, they don't have a, you know, landing pad uh, on the roof. Going want to take your helicopter here. You know, mm. I don't know where you're coming from, but you know, you can come to the show tonight. Five dollar guest list, thecomedyunion.com. Um, other than that, I'll be doing uh, Road Gig, Dayton, Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, that's next month, Um, Funny Bone, and uh, that's about it.
1: Other than
3: that, I'm out here in L.A. auditioning and getting ready for TV and film
1: that's awesome and that's and and i think that's something to take away for a lot of the up-and-coming comments diversify your career that's something again came out of hope floods uh uh convention i remember and Linnell uh Luna, another, another little her, yeah. little nugget that she dropped was you know if your hometown is not repping you you know she said you can't go anywhere without the foundation of your hometown you got to have the people on board so that you got your home base that way when you go national You know, you got the support widespread, you know. Give your quickest, um, give your quickest tips for up and coming comics. Give it to me condensed. Joe.
2: Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. Okay. Do the work. Get on stage and write. Write, get on stage. You can do it in either order. You can write on stage. I've seen that happen. (laughs) Do a combination. (laughs) Write, get on stage, retain, perform, develop your voice.
1: Yeah. Is there, is there a groove, uh, Joe, I asked Marvin, What mm-hmm. is is there a groove that you guys have seen in your career? Was there a moment that you just hit autopilot and it seems like things kind of got a little more smooth sailing? Five years in, six years in, or is everybody different?
3: As far as time-wise, I'd wise. say um, L.A. time, I've been out here almost 12 years, I'd say probably year Year two or three, just is in terms of getting stage time and a uh, consistent stage time and some of those road gigs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, should, I got down on my knees and prayed for, you know, I want to work with a working headliner. So I've been blessed working with uh, popular headliners, Tony Rock, Guy Tony FaZe on Love, uh, LaVille Crawford. And, uh, that happened probably around year two, year three. Yeah. Since so I've been out here in LA. Some
1: so of you, some, a, some people are also on that, uh, they in the, uh, gifted and talented class as well I think you just you know you just ahead of the game you got it yeah. naturally too uh, it, yeah.
2: and you, you have to be funny though you I mean be funny just because you went up and yeah, you got to be funny and likable funny, yeah, funny likeable.
1: and likable yeah because we don't like mm-hmm.
2: you yeah you can be offended you can be There's only a few Corey Holcomb's not that he's not likable but he's very offensive yeah not a not a you know but funny
1: but we a funny yeah and it's like okay this guy's cool he could tell us like it is That's yeah cool. but he's right. worked his way
2: into he, that right that right. wasn't his initial approach yeah to right. right so yeah cory holcomb is you know a legend in the game
3: and he's a writer and he has uh, a very particular point of view correct his comedy is based on you know the truth and you know that that cat has much respect for,
1: uh, yeah. yeah
3: for me i mean i you know at that I, I watch him and I say, okay, that's one of those guys who says what you're thinking.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and he
2: sounds in. a very funny writer.
1: And we allow, we allow that. We let it in. Yeah.
2: Man. A very, like a Patrice O'Neill. He'll say. It is exactly <laughs> what, what it needed to
1: be said. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so yeah. much. Thank you so much. Um, folks, the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Appreciate awesome. The opportunity. Yeah. And the, the show will be. An Express. Posted on mentalspeakradio.com. dot com, radio dot com. Uh, listen, if you love this show, if you love the show, I feel like a pastor, like the inner <laughs> No, seriously, the production costs. I want to take the show remote. I want to expand it. If you love the show, ten dollars, ten dollars. Here, if you got ten dollars, look, I'm gonna be forty on the twenty seventh. I'm asking people. If you could donate anywhere from 10 to $40, because that is going to help me um, package the show, make it even better. I got something in, in mind and in taking it to the next level, hopefully development in the television, something like that. So if you do like my show, would you please um, consider uh, donating? Uh, that would be amazing. You can find that on the Mental Speak page. We're here every Friday, FBRN.us, on the Red Stream, live from the Red Bull. I am so grateful uh, to the people that have been listening and sharing and tuning in. Um, I can't do this without you, so I really appreciate it. Uh, Again, the show will be uploaded. Also be on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcasts, Podsnack. We're going global, y'all. We're taking this live. Podsnack. uh, Podsnack. Snack. snack. Get in your bag. (laughs) Thank you again, Marvin, Joe, Angela, Appreciate to everybody it. who's tuned in. Yes. We'll see you on Sunday at the Suru Fest. All right?
2: Get judging.
1: I, I don't, oh, 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 well, okay. Mm, mm. We'll see you next Friday, y'all. LT, I'm going Blessings. Home. Thank you.